Spanish rapper. Now I like a woman who loves her freedom. And I like a woman who can hold her own. And if you fit that description, baby, come with me. Take my hand. Everyone, hope everyone had a wonderful day. 
wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to Season 5 of Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. We have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. Let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Javette, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. Tonight, the conversation is about hmm, (laughs) the unspoken truth. We had to switch up the title. We had to switch up the title. And I have to say, you know, thank you to Sinead for that one. Because, yeah, we're not here to bash each other. And the title was Giving Bashing. No, we're not about that at all. We are about building each other up, learning from each other. Yeah, lifting each other up, um, raising awareness so that we're able to make the necessary changes we need to make in our lives if it is so fitting. So I have to say thank you to Sunette for me changing the title. All right. I hope everyone had a wonderful day. I hope you were able to get through today's challenges because I know Monday is always a tough one. First day of the week. I'm, I remember I would, I would always say, can the work week start on a Tuesday? But guess what? Tuesday, we would then wish for it to start on Wednesday. <laughs> and then it would be, could we never start? This is not what we signed up for. We never asked for this in this life. We came here to have a good time in life. Just enjoy life and keep it moving. <laughs> but it is what it is. All right. So I'm going to do my check-in, as always, with my um, family here on Clubhouse. going to start off with Javette. Let me go ahead and turn. Float on, float on. Don't listen to me croaking. Let me go ahead and turn this down. <laughs> Oh, Javette, 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 how are you? Good evening, Moments. Good evening, Radio Land, Streamland, whatever land it's considered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How you doing? I am good. I've been standing at my juicer from since I walked into the door and I'm on my last bit of kale. I'm going to have to have a GoFundMe so I can get me one of those express juicers. You know, Mm. you just in and it just shoots out. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to cut anything up because the shoot is big enough to just throw it. Javet, pray for me, girl. Pray for me because you don't want to know what was going through my mind. You like stuff that shoots out, huh? (laughs) You like shooting stuff with Javet, huh? (laughs) And there goes Marlon. There goes Marlon. Thank you, Marlon. Oh gosh, yes. Oh. 
I'm going to have to do a GoFundMe page for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're going to have to see if we can raise the funds and get you a ninja. <laughs> or is it a bullet? Which one? Ninja or bullet? Actually, I've been searching around and I don't want to drop any names because they're not paying me. But <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> there is some interest. I mean, like, I never knew that juicers can go from like seven to thousands of dollars yes. I, I was shocked i was shocked yes yes yep there's someone i know um she told me how much she paid for her juice i said excuse me but blender will just have to work just fine sorry <laughs> i'm not doing it just like somebody else told me how much they paid for a shredder i'm like uh-uh <laughs> I'm not running. I saw my question to my friend with with the um, juicer. I said, "Are you running a business? For what you paid for it, you better have a stand somewhere in the mall <laughs> to recoup the cost." Uh. Uh-uh. You know what? She's recouping it in her health, so I can't knock her. That is true. That is that that that's so true. Yes, Mama Linus. Appliances can be ridiculously expensive. Have you seen the cost of some stoves? I'm like, is the stove going to cook it for, I mean, season it, for example, meat. Is it going to, you know, clean the meat and season the meat and cook the meat (laughs) and serve the meat and then clean itself? Do I actually have to do anything for what I'm going to pay? It's ridiculous. But you're getting your health benefits, right, Javette, as you said? I'll let you know in a few months. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's not a, you know, an immediate fix. <laughs> well, it's, that's the thing with natural. We, we, we have been conditioned for instant gratification, right? That we forget when we're talking about natural remedies. You know, it takes a little longer, but once they kick in, they kick in. Yeah. So I hope you'll be, you'll soon be finished. Yeah. Trini Carnival 2024. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. 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 Well, I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad that you could be with us and always grateful. Rosolo. Rosolo, I'm here fidgeting around. I'll I'll get it over to you. My apologies. How are you doing? How was your day? Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I am doing well, thank you. Um, it's Monday, right? It's only Monday. Yeah. It's <laughs> only <October>. Monday. It's <laughs> this Monday. is how Monday goes because I've been in bed since about five forty. <laughs> um, if this is how the week is starting for me, I expect to be sleeping a lot this week and resting a lot because. I'm tired. I don't know what's going on. I need some of the juices Javette is um, squirting out of her. Um, <laughs> what's up with you ladies and your words tonight? First, um, Javette wants it shooting. Uh, now you want I it mean, shooting. I meant shooting. I meant shooting. I meant oh shooting. Gosh. I meant shooting. <laughs> you know what? It's not you. It's me. It's me. Uh, and Marlon, we don't need it to open your mic again and say anything. I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> Good evening, baby daddy. Yes, so um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, but it's just uh, I'm getting a red bar for some reason. So I hope you're hearing me. Yes, we are hearing you. 
We're hearing you. Yes. So yes, yeah, so I'm just I'm doing well. I just Javette, please send me some of the the juice because I need energy. I'm heading to the kitchen now to eat something. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just very tired. I don't know what's going on. I think it's Monday. Um, is it safe to say that most Mondays people are tired? I don't know. I'm tired every Monday. I think, you know, getting over the weekend, we need a day just yeah. to recover from the weekend. I don't know where to use the excuse that I've done much this weekend. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I didn't. <laughs> so okay. I can't. I normally use the excuse when you, you because you clean on set, clean a lot, and you do your laundry and do a lot of housework um, over the weekend. But I didn't do much this weekend. So I have no excuse. And here's the thing <laughs> you don't have to do anything sometimes. You just, you that's know. true. Yeah, you don't That's have to. That's very true. So, That's I mean, very true. Yeah, but there you I, have. It. And I went in the office today, driving through Atlanta streets. That's an excuse for anyone. So <laughs> for anyone. <indeed>. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I can just say that I am happy to have you here with us. Appreciate you, and it's gonna get better. What is today? Today's the twenty third, right? Yeah. It's the 23rd. We're almost at the end of um, January. I can't believe it. All right. Well, Rosolo, thank you so much for being here with us. Always appreciate it. Marlon, we're going to skip over you. Sanat, good evening. It's evening for Sanat now. Yeah, not night yet. Yeah, still evening. Um, it feels like night, but it's it's evening. Good evening, all. Um, I missed on the, on the squirting and um, shooting, but, you know... Um, I um I made some juice today too. I I juiced uh, carrot, beet, apple, celery, and ginger. That was and it's pretty tasty. And I also made chicken noodle soup and did laundry. I should be I should be laying down. What's going on? You should but be I'll, laying down. <laughs> and now I'm trying to try to cook some shrimp because I I ran out of everything else. Um, but um, you know where we are. It's homework time someone's like rather dance than do her homework but you know what i'm gonna let it happen yeah um we need a break every now and then um other than that all is good over here hope all is well for you all knock on wood yeah knock on wood so far so good won't complain we'll take that thank you so much sinette appreciate you as always marlon mm. Mm. How's your day going? All the shooters and squirters in here. <laughs> like a Western movie. <laughs> you know I'm good. I'm good. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm here. Hello to everyone around the world. Hello, Marlon. <laughs> There goes oh, Hello. Boy. There go the shooter. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So, so to bring everybody up to speed, Javette was talking about juicing. Oh, Lord. And that, as if that's going to make it any better. But she was talking about making natural. Lord, that's not helping either. She was talking about juicing vegetables. And fruits. 
and getting yeah, 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 yeah. getting whatever. a kitchen appliance whatever. that will <laughs> do whatever and then you have Russell <laughs> begging for some of the juice <laughs> What a dirty mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh Lord. Let me stop. All right, all right, ladies. You know, Marlon. Hey, Marlon. You you're making Marlon, fun. You're, making you're fun. worse than me. You're really worse than me, Marlon. Yeah, but um Yeah, we might as well have fun with it. Thank God it's late night radio, internet radio, late night talk. So except for the West Coast, and thankfully Sunette has in her AirPods. Oh, no one else can hear. <laughs> well, Sula, Dre, MK, Mama Lana, San Ota, Ada, thank you all so much for being here. We're going to go ahead and get started, but of course, you know, we have to kick it off with a little more music to get us going. Here is some Lionel Richie, Say You, Say Me. And while the intro is playing tonight, we're also going to be talking about four foods for a stronger and longer lasting erection. So men, stay tuned. Say you, say me, say it for always, ah, that's the way it should be, say you, say me. Say it together Naturally I had a dream I had an awesome dream People in the park Playing games in the dark And what they played Was a masquerade from behind the walls of doubt, a voice was crying out. Say you, say me, say it for always. Ah, that's the way it should be. Say it 
If you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and the JohnnoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, thank you so much for joining us here. If you're not following the club already, please go ahead and click on the greenhouse at the top. Yes, become a member. Thank you so much for coming through. Remember to follow each other. Make those meaningful connections. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Javet Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. Just a quick PSA, uh, we are streaming live on internet radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Thank you so much for that one, Lionel Richie, and that was the live performance of Say You, Say Me. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So tonight we are talking about how to effectively build each other up. That was not the original title of the room. I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. The room title or the tonight's episode, the title of it, it was seemingly sounding as though we were bashing each other, which is not what we do here. That We definitely don't do that. We're, we're strictly about... Um, highlighting and um or if you want to say raising awareness and uh learning and making sure we you know have our takeaways also coming up later on we do have uh in a days not sure what rosolo and marlon have for us but in a days our relationship advice segment but before we get into the conversation i want to talk a little bit about this article i came across Four Foods for a Stronger and Longer Lasting Erection. And this article is to the benefit of both us women and men. For us women who have men in our lives and we want to make sure we keep them on point, you know, we'll know what to give to them. And then for the men who want to make sure that they're on point all the time because they have to impress I hope you will find this beneficial. So I'm going to start off with the first one, if I can read. So the surprise effect when his third foot suddenly goes soft, just as you're about to take action, is not pleasant for any man. What can you do to stop this from happening to you? So let us check out these foods that could be of great help to you. But we also have to remember there are some factors that can also play a role in this happening to you. Man, stress, obesity, depression, low testosterone levels, emotional and or physical fatigue, you know, among others, pathologies that can occasionally lead to erectile dysfunction. But it's not inevitable. There are many solutions that can help you fight these problems. One of them, as we all know, is diet. Certain foods are naturally aphrodisiacs. They are especially recommended for men in their 40s whose libido begins to weaken. In honor of Friday Gourmand column, discover four of these. Let us discover four of these little miracles. Number one, clove. Yeah, you know that? Spice that you stick in your hand, Christmas time, Easter time, Thanksgiving. Well, we are perhaps far from liking the taste of cloves, even find it repugnant. 
But according to specialists, it is one of the most powerful natural aphrodisiacs. It increases blood circulation and helps to make the erection more vigorous. It is also a perfect remedy for urinary tract infections. I did not know that. Didn't I say this the other day? I think it was on Coffee and Toad that, especially for us, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Caribbean, we cook with a lot of natural spices and we, didn't real, we don't realize the health benefits of a lot of the spices that we cook with. I know I cook with, and I think I mentioned it, I put cloves in my rice and peas and I cook rice and peas at least once a week. Yeah, so gentlemen, if you're not having cloves in your diet, please go ahead and include it. Ladies, put it in your man's diet. Let him have that. Not just to decorate the ham and look all pretty, but um, yeah, new information indeed. Definitely. Who would have thought cloves? Okay. Increases the blood circulation and helps to make the erection more vigorous. I, I see some men going to buy cloves now, or they're going to say to their woman, honey, do we have cloves? <laughs> Stick around for the other three. We're going to talk about the other three a little later on. But we're going to go ahead and get into our conversation. Uh, deep down, we all want something that fulfills us, right? A relationship that makes us grow and feel alive. Even the players will get to a point in time where they want something deeper, a more fulfilling connection. Unfortunately, this is unattainable over the long term for most men and women. Why? Why is that? One big reason is that most men and women manage to destroy or hurt each other in a relationship, eventually through selfish love, which in turn causes either spouse or partner to disown their feminine or masculine essence. Interesting. Men and women have different physiological and psychological constitutions and therefore have different core needs in a relationship. However, both men and women are human and both men and women have emotions. Because men often appear to have such tough exteriors, we women can be dismissive of the fact that they have feelings too. We often fail to recognize how our dysfunctional behavior patterns destroy safety for men in relationships. We're going to highlight seven behaviors that will destroy safety for a man in a relationship. I know we're not going to be able to cover the, the vice versa um, behaviors that will destroy safety for a woman in a relationship tonight. So this is a two-part show. Next week, we're going to highlight that the flip side of the coin so tonight though we're starting off with seven behaviors that will destroy safety for a man in a relationship uh, understand though there is nothing that anyone can do to save a relationship if their partner has poor character is emotionally unhealthy and is unwilling to work on healing their dysfunctional behavior patterns. And let me say that again, we have to be cognizant of the fact that some people 
are who they are based on circumstances or situations or ideologies, outlooks, right? There is nothing that anyone can do to save a relationship if their partner has poor character, is emotionally unhealthy, and is unwilling to work on healing their dysfunctional behavior patterns. Where there is dysfunctional behavior, the best choice is to walk away. But other times we need to look at ourselves and determine if we need to change. If we as women are engaging in the following behaviors, well, it is a sign that we're destroying relational safety for the man. And it is also a sign that we have work to do on ourselves. So the first ones, we're going to talk about weaponizing his past, becoming emotionally reactive, and punishing him. All right? Bear with me one moment. Okay, and we are getting our information courtesy of medium.com. So first up, hmm, weaponizing his past. Everyone has a past, every single one of us. And most people have at least one thing in their past that they're not proud of. Marlon, I think this is something you say all the time, all right? We all have a past and nobody wants to be judged. Don't throw it at me. You always say that. And it is true. People often refer to parts of their lives as chapters. But I believe portions of our lives can be referred to as separate books. Within that book, we fail, we make mistakes, we learn lessons, we become better versions of ourselves, sometimes to the point where we would no longer recognize the prior versions of ourselves. We've lived a life in our past that we no longer want in our present or our future. And so we take what we need from that book and then when we close it and put it on the shelf, happily leaving the past in the past but then what happens someone comes along who wants to take the book off the shelf and read all of the pages sometimes they may even take the book open it up get upset about what is in the book and then throw it at us and that doesn't feel good and then we wonder why the books are hidden huh it is important to understand a man's past so that you can better understand the person, who he is, what is his relationship history like, why didn't those relationships work out, what did he learn from his mistakes, how has he grown and changed, what are the significant events in his past that have shaped him into the man he is today. And I'm going to put a thumbtack right there, put a pin there. Because I want to hear from everybody else. How do you feel about what you've heard so far? Weaponizing his past. Ladies, have we ever been guilty of this? Where we took his book off the shelf, opened it up, didn't like something we saw in the book, and then hurled insults at him, get angry at him. And let us, let, let's step back for a minute and be honest. Have we ever done that?
Okay, so I'm going to take it. The answer is no. <laughs> Go ahead, Javet. I'm sorry. I couldn't get to the button. No, no, no. That's okay. Oh, my God. The second part is clean it up afterwards. Okay. Um... <laughs> you got to wipe down, right? Yes. And then even walk... the floor. Even the floor. Okay. Um... Okay, Ms. Javet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. That's right, Javette, get it on. I'm sorry. So, so, so the weaponizing, you know, I hear that a lot. And I would like to just throw out there, sometimes we're not weaponizing. It may be brought up, but unfortunately, maybe the tone of our voice will make it seem that way. So I don't think... A lot of times with some women that we're intentionally trying to throw things in their face. I've done that. Um, so I speak softer now. <laughs> and, 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 and honestly, I do. Because when I was younger, I always was told to speak up. And when I speak up my normal voice, it may bother some people. So I try to tone down my voice and make it more melodic for the air so it doesn't sound like I am weaponizing. I yield. Which, and I like that. I like that because it's all in the delivery, right, Javette? And you have made a conscious effort to take other people's feelings into consideration so that whatever it is you're saying, they will be more receptive because of the tone that you're using. So I, I can appreciate that. But why do we get upset about something we've seen in their book? That's in the, the book is on the shelf. But we say, oh, I want to know you. I want to know the ins and outs of you. I want to know everything about you. I want to know every thread that makes you up. I want to know the hairs on your head. You know, what makes you tick? How did you get to be this person you are now? We say we want all of that information. And it goes both ways. Are we truly ready to hear the unfiltered truth about each other? Are we willing to be able to be as neutral as possible and understand that them sharing a part of their life with us that may not be palatable, something that, you know, we may have found offensive. Are we able to allow them to expose themselves, bear their souls, without judging them because isn't that what we want ladies hmm? don't let me be the only woman talking on this stage tonight yeah, i don't know what's up with rosolo rosolo have you ever weaponized Anything. Rosola needs some of that juice, some Javette. She needs some of that juice. Send that juice, Mr. Vet. Oh, Lord. Uh, Marlon, 
Zip it. Mullen, go to bed or something, please. He's at work oh, for Solo. He can't I go know, to bed. I know. I know. <laughs> go ahead, Rosolo. No, I, I be honest. The, I was in the kitchen, away from my phone. I'm no, so that's sorry. okay. Um, Have you ever found yourself guilty of weaponizing um, a man's past? He has bared his soul to you, and you've used portions of it to hurt him. Um, when I was younger, I would say like in my 20s, I, 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 would, I, would, I would do that just out of anger and not knowing any better. But um, as I got older and learned more about relationships and myself and, you know, um, I, I, I don't do that anymore. But I, I used to, I was guilty of doing that when I was younger. I was. Okay. But at that point, I, I held a lot of anger as well. So I wasn't a good person in relationships. So, you know, I would just say whatever came to my mind and uh, never think about the consequences or show any grace in what I was saying. So I didn't know how to communicate effectively. That that was that was the key. I didn't understand how to communicate effectively in a relationship. Right. So, yeah. So in the past, but now, never. I would never do that. You've evolved. You have grown. Oh. You've matured. Yeah. Bless that child. Yes, bless that child. She, she was. But... <laughs> And it's the past. It's the past. I was learning. I was, and I didn't have, you know, good, good, a good example. Um, well, with my parents, um, with my aunt and uncle, I did, but with my parents, I didn't. So, um, I always had that anger and about relationships as well. So I went straight to that. <laughs> whatever I could get, whatever I could say to cut you is that. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So um, now, now I'm not like that anymore. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't look for the harsh words anymore. You've grown and you've changed. You've learned from your mistakes. Absolutely. And that's I'm amazing. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Yes. Drink yes. some rum. <laughs> <laughs> no alcohol this week. <laughs> oh, well, um, Javette sent over some juice. So um, <laughs> you have learned, and that's what's important. That is what is important. You've learned. So you know that... You, you get into relationships and a person is bearing their soul, you don't hold on to little bits and pieces to use at what we would consider an appropriate moment, usually when we're angry or arguing, right? So I'm thinking about mm-hmm. myself as I'm speak as I'm here listening to you and, and Javette Rosolo, and I've nev- I don't think I've ever done it. Because I never wanted something like that done to me. Uh, number one, it's hard for me to really open up anyway. Um, so I, I always try to be cognizant of the fact that this person is trusting me with information that they didn't have to trust me with. Um, we'll talk about it and I'll ask questions you know, so what were you going through at that time? You know, and try to dig deeper, peel away at the layers, kind of like you're peeling away at, at an onion. But it was for me, it's never to use it as a weapon against him because I always try. Well, I try to put myself in their shoes. Would I want them doing that to me? Have I had it done to me? Yes. Yes, I have. And for that reason, 
I am so careful about opening up certain parts of my life to people. And it's not just about intimate relationships, platonic relationships, family members, anything. You, you, you find that you are closed off, which is not necessarily a good thing because you know something? When you speak your truth, nobody can use it to, you, should, you know, it shouldn't really matter because you've spoken it. It is what it is. You know, I'm taking away your power by speaking about it, but that's not how we look at it because some things we, we, we feel are very private and we really don't want people knowing, right? But um, I've had it done to me. All is good in love and war. <laughs> and Moment Sula did a, um, respond in the chat and she says she's guilty, but she can't talk right now. She says she's learning to do and be better. Awesome. Right. So again, it's about recognizing the things that we're doing that can hurt somebody else and making that conscious and intentional effort to change it through holding ourselves accountable. So I applaud you for, you know, saying that, Sula. Not many of us are willing to come forward and be honest with ourselves. It takes a lot. I don't know if it's how we're socialized to feel that we're right, we're never wrong. And no matter what, you stand 10 toes down and whatever, you know. I, I do think it has to do with socialization. And I also have to go to something you said, Rosolo, communication. How many of us were really taught how to communicate effectively with our partners. We learn through experience, through observation, listening to other people, reading, research, coming across little videos here and there that spark something within us. We're like, oh, you know what? Let me try this instead. Or, oh, okay, yeah, I did that or I said that and that must have really hurt. Right? So the art of communication in relationships is so important. Um, there's so much literature that we can look up on it, you know, for recommendations or talk to people. You know, hey, what do you think? It doesn't hurt. So thank you all so much for sharing on that. So I want to turn to the men for a second. Have you ever at any time felt as though a woman has weaponized your past? has used it against you, you have opened up to her, shared some of your relationship history, for example, and they turn around and tell you you're a whore because you've slept with so many women or a particular type of woman, woman, sorry. Um, has that ever happened to any of you where your past has been used as a weapon against you? Men, don't y'all speak at once now. Blessings. Good evening, Natural. Ooh, you're on a mic. Okay, Natural is coming through loud and clear. I've always been like a closed book, and um, I'm a strong believer in what's in the past in the past. So I ask you no questions, I'll tell you no lies. So I try not to dig for them to get the information because um, a lot of times, you know, what they may hear, you know, they're going to hurt their feelings or they're going to start comparing themselves. So I just say the past is a past. I just, I just leave it there. You leave it there. And that works best for you. That works for me. Okay. Hmm. 
Nah, can I? But yeah, have. Hold on, Marlon. Hold on, Marlon. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, Mr. Vet. So, how do you share yourself if you keep the past in the past? Naturalist, that's for you. How do you share yourself if you keep the past in the past? I just think that there are certain doors that just don't need to be be open. I don't need to tell you that this girl was um five foot six inch and she was ninety six pounds and she was light and I used to pick up her two hands and do cartwheel and do all kind of things. Certain certain things I don't think is 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 relevant to the situation. Um, if it's relevant, maybe you may get some information, but if it's not relevant, why you know why go through that door? It just may cause problems because you know you know and I know that. No, when we were younger, you know, we did a lot of women. I, I guess I did a lot of Trinis and uh, Indians and girls who were skinny as they can. You could do some things where you could not imagine doing right now. You could bend <laughs> so, them up like a pretzel. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it only leads to more questions and answers that they may not want to hear. So, I don't ask and I don't, don't ask me either. That's how I look at it. It's not that I'm hiding anything because... You got the goal. You got the ring. So why worry about um what I did back then or who I did it with or how I did it? Mm-hmm. It just so I look at it. So what I'm hearing, naturalist, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. It's kind of your way to protect their protect them their feelings as well. Is am I right? Or in some in in, in some ways in some ways yes, but I really don't think it's relevant. Okay, all right. I really don't. Let it go. <laughs> Let, it, Let go. it be. Let it go. Let it go. All right. Thank you so much, Naturalist, for sharing. Marlon, you were going to speak. Has your past ever been used as a weapon? Oh, yeah. Um, many a times. But um, as you said earlier, they ask you questions and you give them answers you know, because I'm the type of person I'll let you. I'll let you know my past and what I've been through, and what's going on. And you know, I've been there and they take it and use it against me before, and then rub it in my face, and you know, and that and that's that. It hurts. It's not a good feeling when somebody throws your past back at you, um, because you know you're supposed to be my friend, and you know I confide in you, and you know we just stay talking. Cause if you ask me a question. I'm going to ask you, do you really want to know the truth? First of all, I'm going to ask you, you, you tell me yes, then I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't want to, I don't want you to tell it back to my face. I don't want you telling your friends. You know, I let you know my secret and my past, and this is just where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it happened to me before. Okay. And, 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 it's not, and it's not a good feeling. So let me ask you another question, Marlon, because, you know, for some people having gone through that experience, uh, they would then change and say, you know, something I'm never going to open up to somebody else again who may want to know. Did that affect you going forward? Did you take the stance when you know something I'm still going to reveal who I am if somebody wants to know or or, did you take the stance? You know what? I'm going to be guarded the next person i was guarded for a long time i because of what happened prior i didn't tell anybody anything else i kept it to myself 
they want to know and I just tell them, you know, make up, they know I, I'm not going to tell you my past. Just like naturally said, you don't need to know my past. Let's, you're here. We just move on from where we at. Um, because what I went through, it was so bad. I was like, nah, I'm not going to tell nobody else um, my past and what I've been through. But, you know, as time goes on and when you find, you know, the right person again, and you realize this person is genuine, and they ask you, and you, and you know, it's, it's a different feeling when you have somebody who you say, "Okay, this is different from twenty years ago." Okay, or fifty, whatever. Okay, and you start slowly but surely give them a little bits and pieces, not nothing drastic, just you know, and just to see how they react to it. If they ask you a question, you give them a little bit. And you say, okay, you watch a reaction from them because you're not going to want to give them everything at once because you don't want that to happen. Well, I didn't want it to happen to me again. Right. So I take my time and I, you know, peel back a little bit, little by little, until I realize, okay, I can let it rip. You know, so <laughs> I'm going to... let your I'm words gonna... tonight. <laughs> or is it me? <laughs> <laughs> it's all you. But yeah, that's you it. and Marlon. <laughs> We need therapy, Javel. We need therapy. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for sharing Naturalist and Marlon. Uh, in the chat, Sinet, I said, uh, like DJ Naturalist, don't ask, don't tell. So, Dre, Altada, James, and if you want to share your experience, has your past ever been used as a weapon against you? I guess I'll go. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Otada. <clears throat> so, yeah, my past has uh, been used against me before as well. Um, it's It's been weaponized. But I always have a, this thing with myself is um, don't ask me any questions that you don't want to know the answer to. If you feel that it's going to do some, something detrimental to you and your psyche, don't ask because I'm going to tell you. And what you do with that information is is kind of up to you. Because beyond that, if you use it to as a weapon towards me, I'm definitely going to look look at you differently and start treating you differently. Because then you're not the type of person that I thought you were. Mm-hmm. To me, um, I'm not a judgmental person. You could tell me anything, what you've done, um, anything like that. And that's not who you are now it's it's probably guided you to become a better person but it doesn't define you as a person as you have grown in your journey Mm -hmm. so if you're going to use what i've done or what you thought has happened in the past against me then you're not for me and that goes for friends relationships whatever it is right agreed Thank you for sharing, Altard. I appreciate you. James or Draney, you want to want to say anything before I move on? Want to share? Okay. All right. So thank you, everyone, for sharing. And um, the goal of these conversations should be to gain a better understanding of who your partner is. Certain details and numbers are not relevant to gaining a better understanding of who a man is. This is a Pandora's box that once opened 
can never be shut. If a man used to be a player and he's not anymore, you don't need to know the details. All you need to know is that it was a part of his past and it is his past that is now over. And he does not want it to be a part of his present and future. There are many men and women who never change. But if a man wants to change and he puts in the work to change, he can change. And he can truly desire to live a life that is different from the life he lived before. Remember this, everyone listening. Our past shapes us but it does not have to define us. And I think we've said this several times, several times. So too, you've heard the saying, it's not where we're coming from, it's where we're going. It's not how you start it, it's how you end it. A caveat to this is that trust needs to be earned. And if a man is acting in ways that lead you to believe that he cannot be trusted, or that his past is still a part of his present, well, that is a separate issue, and we're not going to get into that. But often as women, we project our fears, our insecurities onto our partners. And we are another thing that I'm going to add is that we tend to take the baggage from one relationship into another. So I will get out of a relationship with Outer Otter, get into a relationship with Marlon, and everything that Outer Otter did, I'm going to hold Marlon responsible and attack him for what Outer Otter did. And we are not, we're not supposed to do that, all right? Each person carries a different basket. Do not take one person's goods and put in another person's basket to fill it up right uh so instead of instead of acknowledging that our negative feelings about a man's past come from our feelings of inadequacy and low self-worth what do we do we weaponize a man's past and use it against him shaming him and judging him this destroys safety for a man for anyone it's normal to have some insecurities in a relationship and to seek reassurance from your partner don't get, don't get us wrong now that is normal we all want to be reassured in our relationships but we need to do that from a place of vulnerability where we are recognizing that we have the thought in our head that says i am not enough and that thought is what is driving our insecurities and feelings of inadequacy. You are enough. You are enough. Remember that. Uh, a man will never feel safe with us if we do not accept him at his core. And accepting a man means accepting all of him, including his past, without shame or judgment and without digging for unnecessary details. And we're talking about people that we're truly interested in. People that we come across and we look at, and they're giving what we're giving. 
the, the emotions, the feelings, everything is reciprocated. We're both interested in each other and wanting to build a relationship. All right. So we just wrapped up weaponizing his past. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about becoming emotionally reactive. We are going to be here. Who remembers this one from Phil Collins? Who remembers? Uh, Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Club on Clubhouse, I hope you have already clicked on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, those who resonate with you, and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I am your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat Rosolo and Marlon, along with Javet. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Back to a little bit more from Phil Collins. 
Thank you for that, Phil Collins. Appreciate you. All right. So tonight's conversation is how to effectively build each other up. It's a two-part conversation and the way it's going, maybe three-part. But uh, tonight we are talking about, you know, how women um, can hurt men in relationships. Uh, Yeah, it's so important that we don't destroy our men but instead help to build them up reassure them encourage them uh the same things we would want for ourselves all right uh but before we get back to the list of things that women do to destroy men and it sounds harsh or destroy safety for men in relationships it sounds harsh but it happens and we have to deal with the truth of it right Um, But before we get into that, I need to give you the second food, men. (laughs) Remember, we started out talking about four foods for a stronger and longer lasting erection. So the first one we spoke about was clove, the clove. The next one is garlic. Garlic is one of the star foods that strengthen erection thanks to its abilities that can help keep the heart healthy. Its consumption improves blood circulation and reduces high blood pressure. All his health problems are often the cause of poor erectile function. And it is important to note, as it was highlighted earlier, that there are other factors that can cause ED, stress, obesity, depression, low testosterone levels, emotional and or physical fatigue. All right, so let's be cognizant of that. But there are many solutions that can help you fight these problems, as we highlighted, and one of them is your diet. So cloves one, garlic two. And for those who missed it, let me let me just highlight it. it doesn't hurt. Cloves, um, it helps with blood circulation and helps to make the erection more vigorous. It is also a perfect remedy for urinary tract infections. So as I'm saying that, men, if you're, you're in situations where you're not readily able to use a restroom and you have to be holding your urine for extended periods of time, women too. But um, yeah, this is good to know that along with cranberry juice, you can incorporate cloves in your diet. Oh yeah, Altada, I can't cook without it either. Garlic. I, I I just love garlic, garlic and butter. And you put that on some bread. <sighs> That's why I'll never, yeah, my stomach, I'm forever going to, yeah, it is what it is. Deal with it. <laughs> so back to the list of things that 
we do as women that can destroy safety for men in relationships the next one is weapon i'm sorry we did weaponizing his past becoming emotionally reactive emotionally reactive behavior in a woman feels extremely unsafe to a man when our emotional reactions are out of control and we start yelling at and attacking a man what's gonna happen they're gonna shut down this shutdown often causes us women to become even more emotionally reactive since we're not getting the response from him that we want kind of takes you back to your childhood when your, your parents are not getting the answer they want out of you and it makes them more furious well it's the same thing here we yell louder and we push even harder and then guess what happens our words cut deeper and what's the result? He feels even more unsafe and he will eventually completely shut down and pull away. Ladies, we need to take responsibility for and learn to regulate our emotions. Again, communication of feelings needs to come from a place of vulnerability, not from a place where we yell and attack men. We often like to use the phrase, I feel like, to express ourselves in an argument. However, that is a thought. Hmm. Not an expression of a vulnerable feeling. And what's going to happen? It will put a man on the defensive, as will the words always and never. You always do this or you never do this. But. We may use phrases like, I feel like you don't love me anymore. I feel like you never want to spend time with me. I feel like you don't care about me. I feel like you're always too busy for me. These types of phrases are not helpful when attempting to resolve conflicts. Conflicts can be opportunities for connection, but this only happens when we can communicate authentically from our hearts and let's put a push pin right there Let, let's stop right there for a second all right stop for a second i know i have been guilty of using the words always never i feel like i'm guilty of that i didn't realize that it's it was coming coming across as attacking Huh. I'm not going to yell louder. I'm not going to do it. If we are having a disagreement or anything like that, mm -mm. that's one thing I'm not going to do because God forbid you say something you can't take back. Another thing I'm going to ask us women to do is see to it that we're not throwing our hands. There are some women who like to throw the first punch, forgetting that there's a thing called reflexes. If somebody hits you, what, what are you going to be more inclined to do? Hit back. You're not thinking, what am I hitting? The natural reaction is to 
you you know you hit you want to hit back and then you you catch yourself i think you have three seconds really and you realize okay i, I can't do this i can't because i don't want to hit this person i may hurt them or what have you so we have to be in control of our emotions so to anyone listening out there if you are guilty of throwing hands on a man, hitting him, especially because you know that if he hits you, he ends up in jail and you're okay with doing that to him, to hurt him, please stop. Please stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. Jail is filled with people. There are so many men in jail who have reflexes and some of them have never even touched the woman but she, you know that's a whole nother story we're not going to get into tonight but if you have a habit to throw hands and push him and shove him and hit him in the back or hit him in the chest stop because a man is a human being and he can take only so much either you're going to get hit back which i don't agree with or he's going to walk out the door and never come back. Let us get our emotional reactions in check. Get him in control. It's not necessary to yell either. What do we resolve when we yell? Hmm? What do we really solve when we yell and attack the man? And then he shuts down and you yell even more. <laughs> How is that really helping? Men? You, any, any of the men want to jump in on this one? I'll, I'll jump in. Yes. So, I actually, <clears throat> so I've been called childish before because I don't argue. I mean, not even a little bit where oh, ladies have been are very argumentative at yelling at the top of their lungs and going off and doing all sorts of things. And he said, you're not going to respond. And I said, nope, you don't even want to have it. You don't even want to tell you're not. You're just sitting there and blase, blase. I'm like, look, if you want to have a discussion about whatever it is, we can talk about it but I'm not going to sit here and yell, go back and forth over it because it's not going to resolve anything. And I've actually been told grown adults, we sit here, we yell and we argue. I was like, well, I'll be a child because <laughs> that's something that I don't do because it's not going to resolve anything. And I've always been the type of person that um, I don't do anything out of it, it rash emotional judgment. I always sit in, Think about what before. Think about what I'm going to say before I say anything. And for some reason, it took me a while in my adult age to figure out why it would piss so many women off. Think some women they get it's they think that you're not in it if you don't yell and go back and forth with them, and that just irritates them when you're too calm. And you're go you're just going through whatever the conversation is, and I never understood that for a long while. Mm -hmm. it, it hasn't changed me, but 
I don't do that yelling and arguing. We can sit down and we can have a, an adult conversation about whatever it is. You can voice your opinion and I'll voice mine and we can come to sort, some sort of rational agreement. But I'm not going to do the yelling with you. Agreed. Thank you, Altada. You and Marlon have the same playbook <laughs> because he's not going to go back and forth with you. He's not. He is going to walk away and he may come back two, three days later when he has thought everything through clearly and he's going to come to you as calm as anything and say his piece. If you raise your voice at him, that's it. Forget it. You, you, uh, he's not doing that with you. He's not doing that dance with you. Mm -mm. Yep. Yeah, we as I, I don't know if it's something in our nature and I don't want to generalize and say all women are like this, but I know quite a few women are where we want a response out of you when the you know when there is some disagreement and back and forth we want to why i don't know is that how we're wired i really don't know but it certainly isn't necessary for us to yell and scream the other thing with marlon he he always said this he doesn't like to respond right away because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing meaning you have to understand, once you say something, you cannot unsay it. And once the receiver has heard it and the emotions and the feelings are already in play, you can't undo all of that. Even though you may say it and you realize it hurt the person, you come out and you say, I'm sorry, you cannot undo the experience. The person has already journeyed to a place mentally and emotionally because of what you said to them i hope i'm making sense so we have to censor ourselves think before we speak take on the javette approach i think that's what i'm going to call it the javette approach where javette thinks and speaks at a certain pace and make sure she's not saying the wrong thing Right. <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> but it is so important. All right. Um for a man to feel safe to express his feelings related to a conflict, he needs to feel safe. He needs to feel that it is safe for him to be seen if we're attacking him and emotionally vomiting all over him he's gonna feel unsafe emasculated disrespected a man needs to feel that his partner respects him and if if he feels that she doesn't he's gonna disconnect the thing that we women crave the most emotional connection we will push away with our emotional reactivity. So we got to be careful. We have to temper ourselves. All right. Don't be afraid to put the uh, thermometer on ourselves to see where we are at. The thing that we women crave the most emotional connection, we will push away with our emotional reactivity. 
okay? The core of emotional reactivity is unhealed wounds. Yes, our partner may have done something hurtful, but if we have unhealed wounds, we're going to react to his actions much more strongly than if we are healed. I'm sure we're all familiar with the saying, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Be careful who you're getting into relationships with, men and women. Some people are damaged beyond repair. And the best thing for them is not to be in a relationship because they need to focus on themselves and heal. You can't heal anybody. No one can heal us. It is a journey that we have to take on and go on on our own with a certain level of consciousness, determination, effort. We have to. If you are a hurt person with a lot going on, a relationship is not the best place for you. And this, I'm saying this to both men and women. A good thing to do when you meet someone and you know you're going through that dating phase is to present scenarios. If you don't want to open up about yourself, you can present scenarios and see how a person reacts, how they respond, just as Javette said earlier in the chat. Say certain things. Doesn't You don't have to say it's about you. You can easily say, oh, I watched a movie or something. How do you feel about this? And see how they respond. Listen effectively. Don't listen to hear what you want to hear, but listen. Pay attention to what they're saying. And if they say something that makes you feel a little queasy, clarify. And then from that, you can make an, an assessment. I don't think many of us are taking the time to listen with our ears, not our vaginas and not our penises. Listen with our ears. Don't even throw your heart into it. We need you level-headed. Right? So I just had to put that in there. <laughs> okay. Um, the core of emotional reactivity is unhealed wounds. Yes, our partner may have done something hurtful. Hold on. I, my, my four foods just disappeared on me. Okay. So our partner may have done something hurtful. Um, but if we have unhealed wounds, we're going to react to his actions much more strongly than if we are healed. All right. Okay, it is time for us. Rosolo, are you ready? In a days. <laughs> After in a days, we're going to talk about punishing him. Are you ready, Rosolo? <laughs> we're going to talk about what? <laughs> uh, punishing him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, right. Yes, I'm ready. All I don't right. know what in the days you're talking about, but uh, yeah. Okay. I'm so ready. Thank you.
Rosolo, it's over to you and Marlon in a daze. Thank you, moments. Thank you. So, Marlon, before I read the letter, I'd pick a number one, two, or three. <laughs> you know, I like that. You know, I like that. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Go ahead, Marlon. Let's hear it. You're such a dirty mind. I just needed to know what letter damn, to read. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn, damn. He going to say three. <laughs> question is so innocent. Okay, I'm going straight to letter three. It was only to... <laughs> I have three options of, of letters to read. And so I just uh, wanted to pick a number. You dirty, my old man. Uh, All right, no. All right, here we go. So in this week's episode of In a Days, wife's online relationship blossoms as marriage withers, right? I've been married for 37 years to an alcoholic. He's not verbally or physically abusive. I've been online talking to three men. I think one of them is obsessed with me and they all say they love me. I know this isn't going anywhere, but why am I doing this? I don't know these men at all. I don't see them in person. Two are supposedly supposedly on a ship. The other is in the army. They don't know where I live and I've told them I'm older than they are. I'm 66. They are 37, 47, and 57, respectively. <laughs> um, I know a person can feel alone in a marriage. That's how I felt for years. Now I just feel like we're roommates. I'd appreciate any insight you might have about why I'm doing this. Signed, Living a Soap Opera. That is a soap opera, 777. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh boy personally i think she's um i think she loved the attention from these younger guys because she's not getting it from her husband of 30 37 years yeah um He's 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 comfortable with what what with what he has, but she's not. So she loved the attention from these. So she heard that she, she know the answer to all of these. She knows the attentions what she's getting from all three. You know they probably you know tell her as she said I love you and you know little just the little gestures what these guys make or tell her. So all I can say she loved the attention so she just go, going with it there she she could answer her own questions you know she 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 need to answer that to herself but and I, I I believe if she if she meet one of these guys maybe she might go to the next level maybe because so far she's comfortable with every one of them you know each one of them give her a different um feeling i believe that's why she keeps talking to all three because each one make her feel special and it can happen i mean you've been with somebody for so long and you know they're not willing to change or they're not willing to um spice up the relationship you know they just be boring for so long and you find somebody and you know she's what 60 60 what 60 
Um, she's up there, my boy. Excuse me. She's up. I'm not up there. Up there. She's on a ladder. She's on a ladder. Up where? That's what I'd like to know, Marta. Up there, where? Uh, she, 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 she's up there. Huh. Where, um, what is up that's there? What, I'm waiting, Rosola. I'm waiting because you know, <clears throat> six to six. Yeah, she's up there. But I mean, she—I I think she's just enjoying. It. She's having fun with these guys. She can answer her own questions. She she knows what she's doing, and she's enjoying it. So. I don't know what to tell her. Um, just have fun with it. Just mm-hmm. don't go to the next level if you meet this, any, any one of these guys on the out. Because eventually, I think she's going to end up meeting somebody, one of these guys, and she's going to go to the ne- next level. Possibility. She's going to have the I time know. of her life. Um, <laughs> wait, so... I, I agree with you. I agree that she enjoys the attention. I don't I, I don't more think of her as, as emotional. Um, she's not because she said he's a be- he's he's an alcoholic, excuse me. So apparently he's not that happy as well because if you're an alcoholic, you're using that as advice for something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, apparently he's having some issues as well, whatever they may be. We don't have well, information about I mean, that here. Yeah, we probably just, we probably need to send him some cloves and garlic. Um, to help him <laughs> to see that could spice it up a little bit. You probably, you probably need some but, help. But, but <laughs> so I, I, I can't with Marla. I can't. You know, I, I, I find it so hard to, to say this after you just said that, Marla, but I do agree with you um, that she, I think she's looking for an emotional advice. And I think these men, you know, it's it, when you can get, have the conversation, they probably, you know, pay more attention because they, you know, they're far away. So they have more time for her and all that feels exciting when this 37 year old is looking at you and saying, I love you or a 47 year old is saying that um, and 57. So I get what Marlon's saying. She's older. I don't know what up there means. She's not climbing the ladder or anything. But um, <laughs> Marlon, you, you Marlon, 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 just, <laughs> just don't say what they're <sighs> thinking right now. But um, well, yeah, I think I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that she'll ever meet any of them. I mean, I figure if, I I believe that if she, if she doesn't fix what's happening in her marriage, that she will eventually find someone, whether it be these three, one of these three men all three of the men or someone else to have that physical connection with if it's lacking. Cause right now she's just going through it emotionally. She's going to get to a point where she's going to want it physically. Yeah. She's having an emotional affair right now, or she's, she's having, having an emotional, emotional affair. affairs, we should say. Um, but how, she didn't say anything about going to therapy, right? Because I think I would recommend that, her and her husband go to therapy, speak to someone because they're they, what I'm gathering is that they are in a stagnant place. Right. Stagnant. And then she says he's an alcoholic, but I mean, that doesn't say much about the gentleman. You can't really throw it out there and think, you know, he's an alcoholic. So we're obviously going to think negative, but why is he an alcoholic? That's my question. You know, he was probably that he, what, all along. 
he, it could be, or he could have. <laughs> it could be that over the thirty-seven years yeah, he became an alcoholic. Yeah, this she probably drove him to be like that. Oh lord! life, life circumstances and stuff. No, no, I'm just joking. But probably life. Um, why he's an alcoholic, or you know, something might have happened. Yeah, but I, as as moment said, they, I, if they want to save their marriage, they need to go to counseling. They need to talk yeah. to somebody. Both of them, not just her. Both of them need to go to a counselor and and put their feelings and put everything on the table and try to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, because 30, 30, 37 years or thirty something years is a lot to throw away. Mm-hmm. You know, you have give this person 30 something years of your life um i think you just need to go to a counselor and see how you can you know fix your fix your marriage and stop talking to these young these guys you know they i mean you're enjoying it but find find a spark with your husband mm-hmm. again so you guys can you know enjoy life again because you, you know i was just joking about the 66 years old they're still young you know, because I, I know real moments almost there, but, you know. <laughs> oh, God, have mercy. Oh, boy, you know, hey. so, um, okay. I'm going to pray for you but, tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 th- I think they need to go to counseling. They, they need to see how they yeah. can fix it. Definitely. But, yeah. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Anyone else any have any comments? Um, well, there are some comments in the chat, Rose Solo. Um, oh, yeah, Javette said exactly. She knows oh. what she's doing. She knows what she's getting out of it. Yeah, she's getting that attention. Autoda said, I think she wants someone to acknowledge that she should go yes. to the next level with one or all of them. She can have a foursome. Uh, Ew, that is... I think Autoda want to say something. <laughs> go ahead, Autoda. <laughs> so, the more I think about this, this uh, topic here... Um, she led with that he's an alcoholic, but that's all the context that she gave. Exactly. It's it's something is missing there. I think there's she's using that he his alcoholism, if it is even alcoholism, as uh, an excuse for what she's doing. Because um, she led with that he, he's not abusive, neither physically or verbally. Mm-hmm. So what is the real issue? He could he could let, come home, have his sauce, and pass out or whatever it is. Is he not giving you the attention? Is it not giving you um, the sexual um, sexual time that you yeah that you need? Is he not um, communicating well? What what is really going on here? And you're just using that particular one little snippet as the reason why you're talking to these individuals. And with these individuals, you've never met them. They don't know where you live. So how can they really say that they love you if you're not giving them more than what you say you're giving them? Mm. There's something there's something behind that. And for you to put all of this out there like that, I think you're reaching for someone to say, girl, I, I think you should go in and you're not getting what you want or you're not being satisfied. Go live your life your own. As Barla said, you're up there. Do what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. by this time in your life, you absolutely know better. True. Everyone absolutely knows better. Great. So what is it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I believe she threw the, 
he's an alcoholic out there and then just left it vague to, you know, to, as an excuse for her having these online relationships. I totally agree. But, right. I, but as you and Otto 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 Solo are reiterating the alcoholic part, I think there is ED in play because, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being serious. And because he is suffering from ED, he's in his 60s, and I'm going to assume, wh- where are they from? What part of those states does it say? Whatever, it doesn't matter. No, she just says soap opera. <laughs> okay, so. No, she doesn't say where. Okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's quite possible that he may be suffering from ed he may be in his 60s as well probably probably 70s so he can't physically satisfy her the way he used to but instead of seeking help he um just suppresses everything with alcohol and doesn't even try she still wants that physical attention because it's not emotions that she really wants taken care of it's the physical and a lot of times, I think women mistake the two, right? Um, just say, you know what? I, I need to screw somebody and call it a day because I need to have that interaction. I don't want to use toys. My husband can't do it for me. This is what I want. That, that's my feeling. I am hearing I don't know. Issues. I don't I don't know about ED. I don't hear anything about the man, actually. I don't get anything. I get that he's an alcoholic and he's not verbally abusive or physically abusive. I don't hear anything else about him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I can't read into it. Everything that she's saying is, you know, she, she knows that she, I don't, and I don't know necessarily that she's seeking physical. I think she's looking for, as mom said earlier, attention. She's backing emotional attention from this person that she lives with. And so she's seeking elsewhere. I feel if she wanted a physical relationship, she could go out go to a club, go out with your, you know, go out for, you know, have a drink somewhere mm-hmm. and meet a man. It doesn't have to have three different online relationships with two of the people who are on a ship and another one that's in the army. You have never, you probably will never meet. And she understands she'll never meet them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's a physical need in this more as much as an emotional need for her. I think she's look, looking for justification um, to do what she's doing by throwing out that her husband is an alcoholic. But there's nothing else in this letter that says anything about this man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just and I and I feel if she wanted physical, then she could she could gain get physical um, pleasure from just going. She doesn't have to be online. Right. Right. Unless you you know, I know she's sixty six, but there are sixty six year olds who look very good, um, and for a thirty seven year old, forty seven and fifty seven year old to, you know, be quote unquote in love with her. Um, I would hope that there was some FaceTiming done sometime at some point. This is not just um, communicating through, you know, messenger and text and stuff like that. But for the the point is she shouldn't be doing it. Go to therapy. But um, I just, I I don't know. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to say anything about the husband because I don't trust how she um, introduces him in this letter. He started, you know, he's an alcoholic. That's the first line. And he's not, but he's not verbally or physically abusive. It has nothing to do with you being online, right? With three different men. Yeah. So she needs so. to get to the bottom, the real reason why there is a detachment. Yeah. So and the real reason why she's seeking this attention, right? You know why? Because because it's not one person. I get it. So trust that, me, I get well, it. Three you know, that stagnant marriage, <laughs> but three different men, my girl. You know. <laughs> What are you really so clearly you know, one can't mean? give her what she needs, so she needs another one 
to f- I should she just needs the attention. She just yeah. she's, she's lacking the attention. Yeah, she's crazy. So she's getting yeah. yeah. So she's online, yeah. she's swiping forward and she's scrolling and she's seeing these men, you press the heart and yeah, I know, trust me, dating app. You press the heart and um <laughs> like how you say that trust me i don't say that she probably looks at their pictures rosola and they make her um you know something pulsates in her um oh, poor thing <laughs> i'm sorry i thought it was muted <laughs> so, you know her vagina gets a little moist and something pulsates and she's that's like, exactly Ooh. what it is yeah she's yeah She's I finding she's getting the attention that she's that that's lacking from her marriage, but we don't know why he's not giving her the attention she needs. You know, it's, it's we don't know. Right. And I don't like how she throughout it that he's an alcoholic. That's yeah. It doesn't so, explain anything. What? Uh, that's why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> so, sorry, Javel. Thirty-seven years of a man drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's it's even a lot more than ED. Because yeah. at this point, the alcohol is coming out of his pores. Okay? So, in all honesty, like you guys said, she just needs some enjoyment. I don't even think she wants to divorce him because she's comfortable with being with a person for so many years with that problem that she that he has. She just, like you said, wants to go out there and do something. And honestly, I think she should. Just go out there and get it? Just go out there and get it. Just be careful. I was, I got my car repaired this weekend and it was this elderly man in there. And he just started talking and he said, this will be the last time I get my car repaired because me and my wife are divorcing after X amount of years. Wow. This this man was old. Okay. This is like back in the day old, not like how we look now with our age old. And I just sat there and I'm looking at him and I'm like, at your age, like people are really divorcing at your age. I I just couldn't see it. I for me, I think we just gonna live in the same house, but we'll just have separate lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand the divorce. So I I think she's comfortable where she's at. She just wants to go, you know, catch a little fire. <laughs> and- <laughs> Javette James said in the chat, she can get a hall pass. I don't even think she needs one because <clears throat> alcohol. Mm, I, yeah. I thirty-seven years of alcohol. Let me just let y'all. I I know. Yeah. I have family members. That's a lot. I, and I want to say, Javette, there's a reason why she highlighted mm-hmm. that, and that's why I'm thinking ED. I can't help it. ED, body odor, yeah. like everything. There's a lot going on there. All right. So the essence of it then is that I think the recommendation was solo and Marlon to, um, what's her name? What's her name? Soap opera. So, 
It's a soap triple opera. Seven opera. <laughs> triple seven soap opera. I think the long and short of it, Russell and Marlon, is that they need to take steps to get to the bottom of the relationship issues. Why she is seeking, um, well, she's already having emotional affairs, and why he seems um, disinterested. So the result, the resolve is go to therapy. Am I right? Let's start there. Recommend that. Yeah. She turn off yes, the soap opera. Recommendation. Yes. She, she turn off the soap opera and go to therapy. All right. No, please. she closed that online account and yeah, stop clicking. Those these men, men can't that's help in the heart. Her. Yeah. Yeah. They can't help. They're her. on a ship. Anyway, they're on a boat. They're sailing. <laughs> All right. Oh, coming back. <laughs> Wait, did y'all see what Al to order put in the chat? What did he like, put? What kind of alcohol is he drinking? <laughs> Of alcohol, mate, men's strong. Rum and Red Bull. I'm drinking rum. Those are facts. And Red Bull. <laughs> that's, that's, obvious, that's obviously not what he's drinking. Uh, he'd be mm -hmm. a little, he better. He's drinking that, that whiskey and a, that scotch, yeah. that, that, that stuff. The, yeah, the ones that put you to sleep. But yeah. it, all, it also goes to the consistency of how he's drinking, too. If he's an alcoholic and there's smells and there's odors and things like that. It's the consistency. If he's from sun up to sundown, yeah, that's a real problem. But I mean, if he comes home, has a couple, and then goes to bed, mm, you know, is 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 he's drinking to get away from something. Yeah. But if he's from sun up to sundown, you got a real problem. Oh yeah. I hope he's not having what Javet has in the picture. But you know what we can do too, along with telling her he needs to go to therapy, uh, we can tell her about beet and ginger. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. remember we started talking about the four foods for a stronger and longer lasting erection. We spoke about cloves. We spoke about garlic. Well, beet. Beet is nicknamed natural Viagra. This vegetable is a very relaxing food. Mm. It is a key element in the production of nitric oxide. This anti-inflammatory molecule, which optimizes the circulation of blood flow in the body by facilitating the opening of vessels. This then allows better blood flow to the penis, right? So beet incorporated in his diet. He may stop drinking. He may not drink as much. And then the other one, which I think is in almost every dish we eat, ginger. Many of you, and you know we're from the Caribbean, something, you're near her to what I'm telling you, drink some tea. Usually some ginger tea you're going to get. A cup of ginger tea cures everything, right? Well, Many of you love ginger tea. In Haiti, it is consumed the most in the seasons, especially when it is cold in autumn. It is a faithful ally against the flu. But you might not know that these roots are crucial in helping you keep your erectile ability in shape. Ginger strengthens the immune system and helps fight against mental and or physical fatigue. Two essential elements to keep your vasometer consistency at its best. Uh, in this list, you can also add rolled oats, cocoa, mustard, 
and even cooked tomatoes. These are, among other foods, highly recommended for those who are under the influence of sexual impotence. However, consulting a specialist when you notice that you have this kind of problem remains the best option. But, you know, as I'm reading these things, so um, ladies and gentlemen, ginger, beetroot, garlic, and cloves. We have them in our homes. Uh, but as I'm reading this, the the last two ginger and beetroot i'm thinking about the man the 30 the 37 year marriage man who just drinks and then i'm thinking about most white folks they don't cook with seasoning and if you notice ed affects them more than those of us who cook with seasoning think about that for a second They're the reason Viagra was invented. They don't cook with seasoning. Their food is bland. A little salt and a little pepper. That's it. We are cooking with natural herbs. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. Let me not blank <laughs> it <to> everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let us juice, get to juicing. Make our beet juice, beetroot juice. What's the um? What were the ingredients you put in your juice? Because when I make beetroot juice, I put in beetroot. I use um unfiltered apple juice, raw apple juice as the base. Um, beetroot. A little turmeric. Uh, what else I put in there? I forgot now. Carrot. I'll put carrot. And some mint. Oh, you put mint. I, I don't put some. mint. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It has a nice flavor. Different variations. Um, sometimes you can... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When I don't do beetroot juice, I blend up cucumber... Uh, pineapple, turmeric, lemon, ginger. Oh yeah, ginger goes with the beetroot one as well. Yeah, different. Yeah, I put ginger and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, I season up my meats with ginger. Mm hmm. Ginger is in everything. Yeah, garlic is in everything. That's a must. Yeah. So you know. He needs some seasoning. Otada said, I have to put ginger in all my juice. <laughs> I think I'm going to open a clove farm, garlic farm, beet farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to open up those farms. Yes, yes, yes. All in the, all in, oh, on the next party, I'm going to make sure I have all those stuff for the Shots. Shots, 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 shots. But don't you put clove in the ginger beer anyway? When you yeah. make ginger beer? I've never made ginger beer. Mm. Never made ginger beer. I don't even know how to make ginger beer. Now I have to go look it up. <laughs> Buy ginger beer. Just boil your ginger water, add the cloves, add some um, cinnamon sticks too, and let it go. That's it? Strain and sweeten if you like it. That's it? 
For real? It is very simple. Javette, do you agree or do you have a different recipe? No, I agree. That's it. I can't believe it. Cloves, you boil the ginger, you and add cloves you and make cinnamon it, sticks. Make it, if you have some like pineapple in your house, uh-huh. even and you cut it up, you wash the skin before you cut pineapple or, or right. any fruit. Use the peels in it and it gives it a little extra flavor. So you have like a pineapple ginger, uh-huh. delicious. You know what? Never done that. No, I'm going to try that. Ginger bear, homemade ginger bear. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we can at least start talking about punishing him as one of the things that women do to destroy um, men in relationships. Okay. We women also tend to have expectations in our heads about how our partners should act. He should text us back right away he should call us as soon as he gets home from his trip he should plan a date with us instead of going out with his friends he should work less he should compliment us on our new dress he should buy us flowers even though we told him we didn't want any the majority of men are going to have no idea that these thoughts are floating around in our heads but When a man doesn't act the way we think he should, we make assumptions about his actions or lack thereof, and we assign meaning to them. Then we do what? We punish him. Often through passive-aggressive behavior like withdrawing, withholding, and becoming cold because he didn't act the way we wanted him to. To, or we become emotionally reactive and attack him. And this feels unsafe to a man. He will feel pressure to act a certain way to keep us happy. He will feel like he's walking on eggshells. He will think that he needs to act in a certain way or else he will be punished because that's exactly what we're doing. It is impossible to feel safe with someone who punishes you. When we behave in punishing and passive-aggressive ways, we are validation-seeking and outsourcing our happiness. We are allowing our feelings about ourselves to fluctuate based on what he does or doesn't do. And this is way too much pressure for a man, and it just feels unsafe. We need to be able to validate ourselves and not to be constantly seeking validation from our partner. Also, feelings should be communicated directly and authentically, not through passive-aggressive or punishing behavior. You know, I've heard many men say this. Many men, (laughs) they're not mind readers. They want us to be direct with them. Stop beating around the bush. Let our yes be yes, our no be no. Be specific. And it's true. How are they really supposed to know? Well, if he knew me, he would know. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we're asking for a lot. And I may be wrong, but I think we're asking for a lot when we ask them to read our minds, to know what we want, when we want it at every given second, to be able to read through the mixed signals. 
right? I'm sure many of you have seen the meme, the act, the meme or whatever you want to call it. I'm guilty of it. You want something to eat? Nah. But the minute he fixes something, you're all up in his food. You, I thought you said I didn't want anything. Well, you should have known I wanted something. How was how I supposed to know you wanted something? I asked you. You said I didn't want anything. So I took what you said. So is it that when you say no, it actually means yes and yes means no? What exactly? They, they say we confuse them. Men, is it true? Do we confuse you? Marlon, you want to share your experiences? <laughs> you really want me to share? Share your experiences, Marlon. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Confuse is not the word. But yeah, you're very confused. And you're right. Baby, you want something to eat? No, nah, I'm not hungry. Okay, not a problem. I'm going to make me something. Sure, go ahead. You know, I go and get something to eat or buy, you know, make something to eat. And you're sitting there, table ready to eat. Come there, pulling the plate from you and eat off half of the stuff before you would touch it. Yeah, I know. Been there and I'm still going through it, so. And it's very trauma. It, 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 I'm traumatized. It's not traumatized. That is not you know, you don't know how to say, I'm hungry. Um, yeah, you know, fix something, fix something for me too. It's always no. But it's all good though. It's all love. <laughs> yeah, so we have to let our no be no and our yes be yes. The men are not mind readers, ladies. But let's talk about something. I think we can squeeze in one more minute real quick. Let's bunker down on this passive aggressive behavior, withdrawing, withholding. becoming cold and why who taught us that you use sex as a negotiation tool if you don't do so and so you're not gonna have to get the chance to have sex with me why are we doing that why are we doing that oh he did not pull out the chair for me or he did not open the car door for me so i'm not having sex with him tonight I really need to know, ladies, who wrote that rule that we use sex as a weapon? We punish men withholding sex from him. I think men wrote that. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. I wonder why they wrote that. That's interesting. definitely gonna have to continue yeah go ahead no 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 go ahead we're we're at the end because i think they take it really personally if we're not in the mood look at how tall that's pto (laughs) yeah i'm watching it so so the mindset has progressed through the years they're using that against us Surely didn't. Nope. <laughs> I kind of want to have to agree with you, Otada. For some reason, I find it hard to feel that a man would write that rule that if a woman doesn't get what she wants, she can use it 
as a negotiating, a bartering tool? Uh, I don't know. And why, why I say write it is because they played into it. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. And it has just progressed from year to year to year. Mm. Okay. That, that I can agree with that part right there that part. we we play yeah we played into that portion there because for all from not a woman but listen to a lot of older people speak growing up and from what i've always heard the older ladies talk the younger ladies use use that to to get what you want mm-hmm. so to speak and mm-hmm. if you're not getting what you want then you have to convince him and that's his reward, so to speak. Mm. Okay. All right. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I need to learn how to use it to get what I want. <laughs> I guess I don't No weaponizing. No weaponizing. I guess I missed class. I missed class out order. <laughs> Stop capping moments. You already got it. Stop it. <laughs> but to use it as no for leverage. No, I, I, I mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Have I ever done that, Marlon? Marlon. Yes. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> that was his answer. <laughs> you know what? We have come to the end of another show. gosh i really oh my gosh i really don't remember (laughs) oh what another wonderful show we had (laughs) i certainly had fun I have to say thank you to everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. Of course, I have to say a big thank you to the co-hosts, to my co-hosts, Javette, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon for joining me tonight. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Coming up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, it is Coffee and Tall. World News on the Go, live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, the conversation happens on Clubhouse. Also coming up tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, live, The Rose Solo Show. You can tune in to JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, and ViscosityBlend.com. I gotta say thank you to all our listeners on QMZ Radio and Jano Radio. And everyone here on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. This was a Moments With Me media production. Wishing everyone a good night and everyone, well, depending on where you are in the world, maybe good morning. Have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful night. 
Uh, please get some rest and be safe out there in these streets. And I look forward to seeing you all next week for part two when we carry on the conversation how to effectively build each other up. 